twohomos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. Happy New Year. We're back from New York. Yeah, it was a nice trip, and the weather was pretty good. Usually, you know, on the East Coast, it's cold, and us Southern California ladies uh, aren't used to that. Yeah, what was weird is the weather was just as cold out here in L.A. as it was in New York. Give or take five degrees, but yeah. But it was nice to see family. That's pretty much all we did. I think we only took one trip into New York, really. We only got on the subway maybe once, twice. We got on the subway a couple times because we we had to go get computer stuff. Right. Virginia, when she came over, she was the IT person for her entire family, fixing various things, being a good daughter. I wound up fixing computers pretty much all week. Various computers, various houses, showing people how to use software and things like that. Very true. So... um, we flew out at different time periods. I flew out, I want to say, about three days after she did. And yeah, two, I, three days. I took, uh, this is not a commercial because they're not, they're not a sponsor, but I took JetBlue, and I was really impressed. I mean, you know, not that I'm a tall person, but gosh, there is a lot of space. I think what we'll do is we'll send the podcast to JetBlue and, you know, demand money. Yeah, give us money. But yeah, no, I, I did the JetBlue thing, and, and, you know, there's space. It was a quick, no, no traffic. I mean, it was just... You came in, you know, gave money, hopped on the plane, and it was wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I recommend it to anybody. And they've got that TV, and I'm sorry, it's 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 a satellite TV. And you can just watch pretty much anything. So it kills some time when, when you're trying to sleep. Yeah, the funny thing about those TVs is, when remember when they had that problem with the JetBlue plane that couldn't get its landing gear down? Well, those people got to watch themselves on TV watching the plane take a couple of passes at the airport, not being able to get its landing gear down. Oh, you know, it's better to know than not know sometimes. Anyway, so I I flew in later on, and and I had this... I left L.A. at 9, and I arrived uh, at... 9 p.m. Yeah, 9 p.m. I arrived at JFK at 5 in the morning. And, you know, I, I, I tried to take a nap on the plane, and I did pretty well until some idiot starts speaking. You know, the lights are dimmed. People are sleeping, and the guy decides to leave his seat and talk really loud by my seat, and it woke me up. So I think I got about an hour sleep that night. Yeah, mine, my ride was pretty brutal because, you know, red eye, I think I'm going to get some sleep. I'm getting ready. I, I, I fall asleep, like, almost right away until the pilot comes on and tells us, decides to start talking to us just about all night long to tell us that we're experiencing turbulence. You know, when the plane's shaking, I'm being jolted out of my seat. I'm pretty aware that there's turbulence. I don't really need the pilot to come on and say... Oh, by the way, we're experiencing some turbulence. You know what? Got it. Okay, did you need to wake me up for that? You know what? I'd rather have them tell me that they're having turbulence versus, oh, fuck. <laughs> That's all you hear. Yeah, well, I know what turbulence is. I didn't need to be woken up in the middle of the night for it on a red eye. Yeah. So I was pretty exhausted when I got to New York. Yeah, a little little bit of background. Um, Virginia is from, uh, originally from Brooklyn, New York, so she's used to the whole New York thing. And, and I've been to New York about seven times. And uh, Are you mass- counting? No, not that you're keeping track or anything, right? No, it, this was pre-you when Seven I go back times. and visit some friends. Um, anyways, what ended up happening is, is you know, I, I go there and I'm not in awe staring at the buildings and so forth. And, you know, I try to blend in as much as possible. And I just follow her like the Pied Piper when we hop on the subway. Looking around. No, I just follow you. But when, I, when I'm on the train, I can't help but just check people out, which is a big no-no. You're not supposed to give eye contact. There's nothing wrong with checking people out discreetly. It's when you stare at people, and then when they catch your eye, you smile at them, big smile. It's like, oh, um, 
big tourist written across your forehead. Would it be better if I say, what the fuck are you looking at? Well, you know, you can check things out discreetly, but you don't like sit there, catch someone's eye in New York and smile at them real big smile. See, How I, you doing? I'm from the Midwest. Yeah, no, I didn't do that. And she's exaggerating to make it funny. I mean, the only time that I did do that was with like that old couple because he was so in love with his wife and the way that they were. It was just inspiring. But that was about it. And I got kicked for that. But um, it wasn't it, that. It was the neon green jacket that you were wearing. No, I had a black jacket on. Oh, okay. Oh, it must have been the year before. No, I had a black jacket then. <laughs> Isn't she sweet? Maybe <laughs> I should have shoved you in the tracks. <laughs> um, anyways, so if it wasn't for my observation, we wouldn't have found the uh, interesting thing. So for people who haven't been to New York, I'm going to give you guys, you know, some clues. So the, the trains come, there's different letters, and they go to different places. You hop on the train. too. Letters and numbers. Yeah, whatever. You hop on the train wherever you're going to go. And the thing is, is there's, there's people that you don't know and you don't sit next to them. And you're not supposed to give eye contact and you're supposed to hold on to your stuff. And you have to find something to stare at or look at or read. A lot of people read books. And I understand why, um, you know, that way there's no eye contact. There's no temptation to stare or check somebody out. That's a little bit different than you. And um, I didn't have a book. So when we were hopping on the train... We sat down, and there's seats open on all sides, and we sit down, no big deal. There's a lady that's across from us that I recognize, you know, not that I recognize, but that I noticed at the beginning, and there was a lady to the left of us. Yeah, and then that A couple was, seats down. It and was then, pretty empty. Yeah, and it was just Virginia and I sitting next to each other, and we're on the train, and then we come up to the next stop, and, you know, Virginia's doing that blank stare, like she could see through things or she's sleeping, I'm not sure which. She gets in this you know, Brooklyn mode when she gets trance. there. It's called the trance. So what ends up happening is the, the lady that's sitting across from us is probably, how old would you say she was? Maybe uh, she like must 28? Been, yeah, maybe 30 tops. Yeah. So she's, she's a young, attractive lady and um, she's sitting by herself, minding her own business. I think she was reading a book or... I don't know what she was she, doing. She, she had the trance too then, whatever. So two ladies come on, two older ladies that are probably in their 50s and they sit somewhat close to her but there was a seat in between and then this guy sits right next to her and there's a space still available he didn't need to sit right next to her and you know i whispered to virginia going well that's kind of strange look you know the guy's sitting next to her and, and he, he didn't come on with her and virginia looks and she's like yeah that is weird well you know the funny thing was he wasn't just sitting next to her he was sitting like pretty much pressed up against yeah her. he was touching her yeah and i didn't even notice when he really came on they looked like they were a couple they were that close together right and you know i was kind of taken back at first he wasn't touching her but then he ended up touching her and what happened then is virginia's checking him out going you know i wonder what's going on with this because i mean there was so much space he didn't need to sit next to her i mean if the train's packed and that's the empty seat then you sit there but other than that you don't sit next to the person it's kind of creepy yeah well the funny thing is is he was like this nerdy looking guy with glasses too yeah so he had his his, his jacket on jeans whatever and he's shaking his right leg and his left leg and he's just kind of shaking and it looked like a it, nervous it wasn't it looked, it looked like a nervous shake that my boss has when he's trying to think about different things, which is painful for my boss because he's so stupid. But um, so he, he was shaking both ones. So I thought it was just a, a nervous twitch. And then Virginia pointed out to me. Now, he, he was doing the he was doing the nuts and ball squeeze with his legs. It, well, he wasn't really shaking so much as he was squeezing it together and kind of squeezing it together. His, his legs were moving, too, though. He, the legs were shaking in the process of probably doing that. And at first, I thought when Virginia said that, that she was crazy. I said, no, nah, he's not doing that. 
And she's like, yes, he is. Look at him. So now we're staring at this guy's crotch, which is probably giving him a big boner to boot. Right. And you see his hand getting a little closer, well, kind of was, casually on his leg. And then he's getting a little closer, a little closer. It was his finger. It wasn't his whole hand. He's not like grabbing he his cock. being a but little discreet, but he, he was giving he, it a He rub. had his hand in, in on, his, on his thigh, and it was kind of like hanging down as you're sitting there. And his finger was, his, his uh, index finger was pointed out. And she's like... He's going to touch the top of his dick. And I'm like, no. So we're sitting here watching this stuff. And, you know, all we needed was popcorn and a soda, and we would have been totally entertained. In one part, I have a friend that that came from California that married a New Yorker, and she's on the East Coast now. And she is telling me these horror stories of crazy people that she sees on the trains. And I've never ran into one. So I'm really excited because this is the first freak that I've seen on the train. This is the first New York pervert on the subway. Yeah, and I'm so, you know, like one part I'm excited, like, oh my gosh, that's what she was talking about. And then the other part was this disbelief that some fucking pig would be doing this. So he's he's shaking his legs, rubbing his balls and his dick together. And then all of a sudden, he's touching his pants with his index finger. And I'm like, oh my where God. Where was he touching it? He was touching it probably where the tip of his dick was. So now, because at first I was like, there's no way this guy's doing it. It's a nervous twitch. And I had all these excuses and Virginia's like, no, that guy's a pervert. And I didn't believe yeah, it at first. you can tell. You can tell. You know, someone's touching unnaturally or they're just doing right. that little but like masturbatory it, moves yeah. with their legs. Well, see, I don't masturbate in public. Well, that's me though. Yeah, me neither. But I'm telling you, you can tell. Yeah. See, that's the, 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 the benefits of growing up in New York. You can tell the freaks. So, the one rule that says, don't look at the person across from you, I'm like, screw that. This poor lady's by herself. And at the point when he is touching his penis with his tip of his finger, I mean, it's in his pants, you know, so it's not like he's got his dick out. But, you and know, I've I, seen that in New York, too. So let me tell you, that can happen, too. That's so creepy. So what ends up happening is I stare at the lady and I, you know, I'm, I'm staring at her, strictly looking at the eyes until she looks at me. When she sees me, I mean, I'm glaring at her and then I like, make my eyes like turn to the left so I'm kind of saying like move you know and there are seats next to us and I can tell you that woman can sit next to us and I'm not going to sit there and rub my legs together and try to get off and touch my vagina she's (laughs) safe she didn't even have to sit next to us she could sit one seat away from us so then she's kind of confused with what what's going on and she's not sure what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to warn her about and so now she's sitting there thinking, wow, I got this pervert masturbating next to me, and then I have two homos across the way, and I don't know what they're trying me. to do, making weird eyes at me and everything. She's like, they're going to rape me. Yeah, she's like, I'm out of New York. I'm just, I'm leaving. That's it. Well, we hopped off at the next at the next stop, so I'm not sure what happened. But, I, you know, I tried to, do, you know, do something. And in hindsight, because we, we were talking to Virginia's um, sister-in-law, and I think Chris was saying, you know, I would have just called him out and just say, hey, you fucking pervert, and like yell at him. So then he would stop and be ashamed and hop off the, the train, which then I felt bad because I didn't do that. Instead, I was trying to be discreet to get her away from this person. And and I still was a little bit inhibited because in one area, it would be kind of like, hey, Julie, why don't you come over and sit next to us? You know, look at her and, and say that, you know, but, you know, who knows? I mean, if they're dealing with these creeps all the time, that's another story, she, you know? She just thought we were two more of the creeps in New York. Yeah, trying to hit on her, sit right. between us. So um, I guess the moral to the story is, is if you're in New York and you're on the subway, be aware because there might be entertainment, you know, close by or sitting next to you, rubbing their thighs, touching their dick. Or better yet, there might be two homos making eyes at you across the aisle. Okay, that's it for now. Oh, wait, one more thing I do have to say. The benefits of Los Angeles, because everybody drives in L.A., you're not in public transit dealing with these creeps. The freaks just whack off in their car. That's okay. They're not shooting their jism on you. See ya. Bye. (laughs) 